The New York Times wants The Little Mermaid to be more kinky. AOC is in a tizzy over a Twitter parody account. And Lululemon wants you to know they're totally cool with shoplifting. I'll crown my losers of the week. Then, it's the official kickoff to the longest month of the year, Pride Month. Go somewhere over the rainbow with me. And last but not least, my message to all the whiny leftists who are just plump ticked off conservatives are finally playing their game. It all starts now. So it is June 1st and woke is in the air. More on that later. But first, my losers of the week. I'm a 90s kid, so The Little Mermaid holds a special place in my heart. And the new live-action remake of the classic Disney film is smashing box office numbers. But apparently, for one New York Times movie critic, the movie lacks something. Kink. Yeah, you heard that right. Movie reviewer Wesley Morris wrote that the movie, quote, reeks of obligation and noble intentions, joy, fun, mystery, risk, flavor, kink. They're missing. In case you're wondering, kink is defined as a person's unusual sexual preference. And this writer wishes the children's film had more of it. Sir, if you think a children's movie for children needs more unusual sexual preferences represented, you probably shouldn't go within 50 yards of a school. Just saying. You know, I swear these perverts aren't even trying to hide their sick delusions anymore. They are proudly taking part in the sexualization of children, and it's repugnant. No, there is no place for kink in The Little Mermaid, and there is no place for a movie critic to lament its absence from a children's movie. Loser. Pervert. Loser. On to loser number two this week, AOC. And this one is funny. AOC supposedly represents the 14th District of New York, but she spends way less time doing that than she does trying to be a social media influencer. So that's probably partly why this next story is just so funny. Earlier this week, AOC went ballistic, demanding a Twitter parody account of her be taken down. As you can see, the tweets from this account are hilarious, and therefore they went viral. But this didn't sit well with Miss Ocasio-Cortez, and she went on a tear demanding Elon Musk and Twitter do something about it. But the account clearly says parody, so it doesn't violate any of the terms or conditions set forth by Twitter regarding such accounts. AOC should be more concerned that these parody tweets actually sound like something she would put out there. Her panties might be in a twist, but her complaints are meritless. But I can't help but wonder, given she got so upset over this, imagine how she'd feel if Twitter censored, shadow banned, or deplatformed her as the site did to countless conservatives pre-Elon. This goes to show that liberals can't hack half the crap we have to put up with on a daily basis. But speaking of putting up with crap, apparently that's the mission statement of the overpriced Canadian sportswear brand Lululemon. Shoplifting is out of control in this country as thugs and degenerates take what they want and often with zero consequences. This next story is testament to that because two Lululemon store associates were fired for chasing mass robbers out of their store and then calling the police. These thugs are known thieves and have mass shoplifted from the store multiple times over the last several months. And these employees, they had enough. They didn't physically prevent the thugs from stealing, but they were fired anyway. Management cited the company's no-tolerance policy, meaning Lululemon doesn't want their employees to impede the stealing process in any way. So if you steal from stores repeatedly, you go unscathed. But if you try to do something about it, you're fired. Makes sense. But let me just say, I can't wait till there is a Lululemon boycott because my husband has way too much of the crap and I'm done. Those are my losers of the week. I hope you enjoyed them as much as I did. But still ahead, 
In case you missed it, it's Pride Month, and despite conservative pushback, these companies are still going full rainbow. I've got gay but not woke Becky Weiss on deck with her take next. Tommy Lahren is Fearless is powered by Four Patriots. Head to fourpatriots.com and use code Tommy, T-O-M-I, for 10% off your next purchase. So I just walked into Target and the, um, right behind me here where you see all these lovely swimsuits, that's where the pride display used to be. And I came in here two days ago and my seven-year-old, who's non-binary, saw it and said, look, mom, it's pride. Look, they're going to celebrate me. And because some people complained and um, threw some stuff to the ground, or I don't know what happened, they have moved to the pride section to the back of the store. So the next time my seven-year-old comes to Target, or rather, I can't bring them here anymore, at least for the entire month of June, because if they walk in, and all the other people who walk in and go, where'd it go, are gonna realize that they are being successful in trying to erase them. We could do so much better than this. We're not supposed to negotiate with the terrorists. She could do so much better, but it's Pride Month where we are all forced to celebrate the sexual preferences of minority of the population. And while most years it's just been some rainbows and a few parades, this year it's been kicked up a notch and a crotch. In 2023, it's not enough to be just regular old gay. You gotta be trans or non-binary or whatever the plus stands for in the ever-growing LGBTQ acronym. But as a straight person, I have to wonder, how does this sit with the non-woke members of the gay community? So I'll ask. Joining me now is political content creator, Becky Weiss. Becky, it's great to have you back, uh, especially on the kickoff of June Pride Month. Thank you for having me, Sammy. So I follow you on Instagram and you were one of the first people that pointed out all this nonsense at, at Target. And of course, now it's really gained some steam. But I really want to know what the actual gay community, the, the non-woke radical part of the gay community feels about Pride Month and where it's gone, especially now in 2023. It seems like it's much different than what it used to be. It certainly is. You know, what started out as a movement for equality and love and acceptance is turned into pure debauchery. And that is the only way that I can explain it. You know, it used to be a march where you'd get together and meet other people who are in the same community and form good relationships and friendships. And at this point, it is basically one giant sex party, which I want nothing to do with. And I also want nothing to do with what Target's doing. It's embarrassing. That's got to be a little insulting. I would think it would be insulting if you're just somebody who is a gay person. I don't think anybody, even if you're super Christian, super conservative, cares if somebody is gay or lesbian or bisexual or trans. I don't think people care, but it's got to be really insulting when you have companies and executives and marketing departments saying, hey, listen, let's target this group. Let's put rainbows everywhere. Let's stamp the word queer on a notebook, and that'll make sure that this community buys from us. I mean, it feels really condescending. I mean, I do find it to be extremely condescending and I will never purchase any of that product because it is not a staple of my personality or my identity. And they're pandering because they think that if you're gay, that's your entire personality. And if your entire personality is based off your sexual orientation, you have no personality. 
And that's who they're pandering to. It's embarrassing to me because frankly, I'm a normal person. I just want to be left alone and live a normal life. But this gets thrown in our face extra every single June. I wonder how other members of the gay community with your posts and you being so outspoken, and you and I have talked about this before, but since we're going into Pride Month and I've seen you be very vocal about this, do you get pushback from friends that maybe are not the woke part of the LGBTQ community, but that say, oh, you know, you're insulting me or I find this offensive? Do you get that feedback? Frankly, no, I do not. And I think a lot of people anticipate getting some sort of pushback or getting canceled or harassed if they speak out against the narrative. But that's what they want you to think. That's why they pushed silent majority. So you would stop speaking in fear of getting pushed back on. But I have had a couple little pushes here and there. But frankly, they're just Internet trolls who are looking to stir something up. Majority speaking, like 99.9 percent, everyone is on the same page. Nobody likes what is happening. And yet it is still happening. Going back to that first clip that I played uh, from the actress in Target, and she was almost in tears because they moved the Pride stuff to the back of the store. I don't know, Becky, but I have a feeling that if Target started putting mega hats and Bibles in the front of their stores, I have a feeling that the left would go pretty berserk about that. Do, do you sense some hypocrisy here? I mean, I haven't seen a store try that, but I imagine it would be a lot more than a boycott. I imagine it would get uh, pretty hot and heavy pretty quick. Oh, it would be horrific. And there's a massive double standard, obviously. You know, whenever they put out Memorial Day things, it's like a couple little trinkets. Okay, well, our servicemen and women deserve a lot more respect than that. But they focus all of their attention on this woke narrative, right? And it's embarrassing. Nobody wants to walk into a store and be assaulted with, you know, sexual orientation, everything. Because you're right, if they put like MAGA things in there, God bless America things, anything having to do with Christianity or religion, it would get shut down by the left like that. Well, we remember in the Summer of Love 2020, not only was Target boarded up because of the looting, but they also had a lot of pushback about putting up American flags. I mean, there was a time, and to some extent it still exists, where people are triggered by the American flag, even though they live in the United States of America and enjoy the privileges in the United States of America. But I want to go back to what I guess is an unofficial boycott, right, of Target, of Bud Light. I mean, it's been pretty successful. You see the market cap at Target sinking. I mean, they're kind of in trouble. Bud Light, certainly in trouble, like a 30% drop. I mean, they can't give that stuff away. What does that tell you about consumers? And do you think that that is in any way anti-gay? I don't think it's anti-gay at all. Like, I'm not going to go by Bud Light. I'm not shopping at Target because I don't want anything to do with it. Now, I do see that all of their stocks are crashing, that their sales are going down. But I don't think that these companies are going to change because they're not there for the consumer. They're beholden to these, you know, diversity, equity, inclusion, the ESG scores. They're beholden to all of these things because that's how they get their funding and losing their funding by losing their, you know, CEI or their ESG scores would be more detrimental to them than losing their conservative customer base. So in my opinion, I don't think that they care that we are all walking away because they care more about the funding that they're going to get or lose from the banks if they don't bow down to the woke agenda. Yeah, that corporate equality index that these companies live and die by, and it's really a shame but I, I want to get your take on something. For me, I have more respect for Target than I do Bud Light and Anheuser-Busch, and I'll tell you why. Because at least Target, 
they're sticking by their virtue signaling, mm -hmm. right? They are really yes. not backing down. Yes, they moved it to the back of the store in some places, but they're not saying that they're gonna get rid of any of this stuff, and we know that they are still full woke, right? Bud Light, on the other hand, they never owned up to what they did. And now to me, it's rather insulting when they just try to put out ads of like rednecks eating chicken mm -hmm. and drinking beer by their pickup trucks. That to me is more insulting than what Target is doing. I mean, Target is telling us who they are, at least stick by it. Uh, do you think that either of these brands are going to recover? And if they do, which one do you think will be first? Well, I certainly hope that they will recover, you know, especially whenever you're looking at something like Budweiser, that is an iconic American brand and it is being destroyed in front of our faces. And I really wish that they would have taken full ownership of the situation and just came to it, but they drug their feet and they've never taken ownership of the situation, which is sad because whenever you see an iconic American brand such as Budweiser start tanking, like, yes, we are boycotting with our dollars because we don't agree with the agenda, but you also have to realize like, that's a lot of jobs in our neighborhoods mm -hmm. being lost. That's a lot of money being taken out of our communities. That is a lot of regular, good-hearted people who are down there in the working force who are now looking at job losses because of these boycotts. So it's really kind of a bittersweet situation for me. I hope that Bud Light can recover because it is an iconic American brand and it always has been, but it has taken such a dark turn. You're right. And that is sad about the job loss. I mean, I know somebody that's been communicating with me off the record that just got laid off from Bud Light uh, because of everything that's going on. And most of the employees don't agree with it. And in fact, they're telling me that Anheuser-Busch in general doesn't agree with it. It's actually the company that owns these brands in Bev that's the wokest. And they're the ones that refuse to change course. So that's really unfortunate that's impacting Americans. But the last thing I want to ask you is when it comes to all the Pride Nights and the Dodgers Nights and all these things, I'm a little perplexed because my husband is a baseball coach. I go to a lot of baseball games and I go to baseball games in New York, right? Not a... Uh, a conservative place. But I'll tell you this, every weekend I go since this Bud Light debacle, nobody there is drinking Bud Light. So you'd think that in these stadiums, when Bud Light is not selling, that these sports teams and organizations would realize that their fan base is not woke. But still, they continue on with the Pride Nights, but not just the Pride Nights. Now it's, we have to invite the blasphemous nun drag queens to give them a Community Hero Award. I mean, where do you think we're going when it comes to sports teams and them having to put rainbows on everything this month it just to appease I don't know who. I mean, frankly, and in my opinion, I don't think that anybody actually wants this. But again, it just goes back to these things that are coming down from the human rights campaign, which are coming down from the World Economic Forum, because they hold so much power. So truthfully, like, I don't think that they care about their consumer base at all. If they cared about what the consumer wanted, what their fans wanted, they would change direction. But the refusal to change direction, in spite of the data showing nobody wants this, we're not going to buy it, we're not going to root for it, but they continue course. It just tells me, okay, they are having their strings pulled from somebody above them. You know, there's a puppet master, they're the puppets, and they're going to do exactly what they're told, no matter how we feel about it. And at the end of the day, like, and maybe call me a tinfoil hat person, but I think it stems back to, you know, a communist insurgency. All these people at the top in the World Economic Forum calling the shots, forcing these agendas down onto everybody, and they don't care if we like it or not. They don't care if people lose their jobs. They don't care if iconic American brands go under. They simply do not care. They are going to force their way no matter what. No, you're right about that. And this, a lot of this does go back to that corporate equality index and the World Economic Forum and the globalist takeover 
of everything, and they love to watch us crumble in this way, even if it does hurt Americans, they could quite frankly not care less about Americans. Last thing I want to ask you is, during this June, this Pride Month, what can Christians and conservatives do better to reach out to the gay community and make them aware that 95% of conservative Christians are not against the gay community. How can we do better at delivering that message in a way that it resonates? Because I think that we've been struggling to do that for quite some time. You know, I think it all goes back to, you know, what Jesus teaches in the Bible, which is to love your neighbor, right? The golden rule, you know, do unto others as you would have done unto yourself, which absolutely applies. Like, hey, if you're a Christian, that is great. I'm totally cool with that. If you don't agree with my lifestyle, that is okay with me as well. But that doesn't give you the green light to hate everyone who is gay. And that's what we're starting to see, right? Because everyone is so fed up with the way that things have been going. So now, you know, whereas they might have been a few years ago, like, hey, live and let live. I don't agree with them, but I'm going to let them be. Now they're like, okay, screw all gay people. I don't think you should be able to get married. I don't think you should be able to have kids. They tell me, like, I don't think that you should be able to have a kid. I have a four-year-old son because of the way I look and my sexual orientation, which has nothing to do with my parenting. So a couple things. Number one, if you feel yourself sliding into that more extreme thought, just check yourself. Always go back. Love your neighbor. Do unto others as you would have done unto you. Show up and support them. You don't have to support the extremism, but you also don't have to be extreme in your response with it. You know, you can show up and be an ally and be an advocate without being ultra woke. There is a really good middle ground that we have had for a long time that is now completely lost. I really wish we could get back to that, Becky, where we just respect people's decisions in their lives. I think that that's great. I don't need anybody to celebrate my sexual preference or celebrate your sexual preference. I just wish we could all coexist and not really care because at the end of the day, our sexual preference in the scape of the scope of life and our being to the rest of the world really matters so little. So I don't know why there's such an emphasis on it, but I appreciate your guidance, your advice, and you being such a, a pillar of inspiration for so many on both sides of the aisle. And thanks for being with me. God bless you. I appreciate you, Tommy. You have a great day. You as well. For years, the left has been throwing us curveballs that we've just refused to hit. We've struck out looking, so to speak, but not this time. We've found our hill, but we don't plan on dying. My final thoughts are next. The liberals are shaking in their Birkenstocks, folks. Why? Because the conservative movement has come to play their game, and hell, we might just even win it. Stay triggered, liberals. It's time for Final Thoughts, powered by 4Patriots. Ever since the conservative and unofficial boycott of Bud Light successfully sent that brand into a tailspin, the leftists have been in literal panic. See, they aren't used to conservatives banding together to do anything in the last at least five years. We've refused to hold our ground when it comes to voting, the debt ceiling, the border wall, climate change policy, COVID, and pretty much everything else. Instead, we have ceded our ground on everything, abandoned our post when it came to staving off leftist radicalism in academia, Hollywood, sports, corporate, and even mainstream America. We let the left have it all, and since they've run roughshod over us while we bitch and moan and tweet, and that's about it. Till, well, now. 
They pushed us too far because they made the critical error, error of coming for children. See, most of us didn't care or mind your rainbows or your parades or your drag extravaganzas. That was until you started forcing us to celebrate it and worse, started aiming all that crap at kids, even little kids. So congratulations, liberals. You found the hill conservatives and Christians will die on protecting children. Bud Light, Target, and now several others are finding out the hard way what happens when you go too far, you F around, and you find out. But now the left is super duper triggered by this because they don't like it when conservatives or Christians find our backbones. You can see their petty little insecurities just rising to the surface like this stupid tweet from California Governor Gavin Newsom falsely claiming that because we aren't drinking Bud Light or shopping at Tucking Target, that we want to eliminate gay people and black people and trans people. They are really trying to assert that by choosing not to patronize brands and stores that go out of their way to insult us, we are committing some kind of an economic terrorism. That's really weird and really rich given the fact that it was the left that created cancel culture. Here are some examples of people, places, and things liberals have canceled or tried to cancel just from 2020 on. And I'm sure I'm missing a whole lot, by the way, but let's get started. Aunt Jemima, Uncle Ben's, Lando Lakes Butter, Goya Foods, Paw Patrol, Live PD, Cops, Funding for Law Enforcement in General, Chris Harrison, Morgan Wallen, Joe Rogan, Dave Chappelle, My Pillow the Washington Redskins, the Cleveland Indians, the white Jake from State Farm, unvaccinated Americans, doctors who spoke truth about COVID, Florida, fossil fuels, JK Rowling, Gina Carano, Cracker Jacks, Donald Trump, Mr. Potato Head, Dr. Seuss, nearly every damn Christmas song, the word normal on skin and hair products, and last but not least, Fox News as a whole. Hell, conservatives can't even come speak on college campuses without the SWAT team being called, been there, done that. The left wrote the book on boycotts and cancel culture, and now these same people are mad that we are choosing not to shop at extra woke and child grooming stores? <laughs> well, that's just too damn bad. We are playing your game now, so get used to us. For too long, we've taken the road less traveled, and where has it gotten us? Nowhere. The left literally walks all over us. Now, I'm not saying I believe in cancel culture. I don't, but I do believe in capitalism and free will. And what is our end goal, you ask, for companies to go Christian or conservative? Actually, no, that's not our demand. We are sending a message that unless your business is in the business of politics, stay out of it. It's really quite simple, and then we all win. The pendulum is swinging and it's about to hit the left square in the ass and they deserve every little bit of it. Those are my final thoughts powered by 4Patriots, the best high quality survival products on the market. Use code TOMMY at checkout for 10% off. From Nashville, God bless and take care.